0: Welcome to Victorious Living. Now you
1: see that spirit's on them. That spirit of complaining, that spirit of feeling sorry, that feeling is on them. Now what are they saying? We wanted to die. We wanted to die there in the wilderness. So all I'm saying to you is this story is to make us aware that Satan will try to work you over in your time of testing and trial. And what's he want to do? He wants to keep you away from your answer.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us instructions for obtaining a complete faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares instructions for obtaining a complete faith.
1: So we all like prosperity. Sure we do. And, and what we don't do, we don't want to define prosperity. In, we don't want to have tunnel vision over prosperity. Prosperity covers the entire being, spirit, soul, body, financially and social. We know that. But he said, uh, then shall you make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success. That That is instruction, yet at the same time, it's promise also. God wants you to come, wants us, to come to this place of prospering, being prosperous and having good success. Now, I realize that problems come and people deal with situations and circumstances, but God's Word shines the light on it and gives us the way out of it. But it just don't jump off of the page. You can't just walk by the Bible and look at it. No, you can't do that. There's a little bit more to it than that. Amen. Amen. But wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I mean, the flesh would really enjoy that for sure. So all of these stories uh, that we read were written for generations to follow this particular story or any other story. Uh, They were written for following generations to adhere to. And so that means that just because they're in the Old Testament that they're not important, that's not true. They're just as important as the ones that we find in the New Testament. There is a difference between the Old and the New, but in some things there's not any difference in it at all. So they, these stories admon- admonish us today and serve When we are admonished from the Word, the Word then serves as our counsel, our advice, as well as our caution for us even in this present dispensation of time. So the Word is so written to cover our life. Now we read about uh, different things in the Scripture, sure we do, but these stories of God's manifested power His manifested ability to to change situations in our life. They're they're just as good today for us today as as they were then. Now, let's let's go in this direction here. Now, let us put ourselves in Moses and Joshua's shoes. If you can do that tonight, let's put put yourself in your mind in Moses and in Joshua's shoes. Put, let's put ourselves in their, their position at this time And then start to think about, okay uh, I, am, I am where Moses and Joshua were And they're looking across the valley And they're looking, uh, they're looking for, uh, looking at what's ahead of them So let us put ourselves in Moses and Joshua's shoes the responsibilities and pressures of leading three million plus people to the promised land and unhappy people at that. Man, you know, sometimes we're not even happy with ourselves. Much less three plus million people that you have an assignment to lead them to the promised land and God has told Moses, you do it. It's pretty heavy, isn't it? That's pretty heavy. And so uh, the people that, that uh, Moses and, jo- and Joshua, of course, Joshua took Moses' place when, when uh, Moses went on, but the, the people had murmured against Moses and they cried, and here's what they cried, wish we had have died in the wilderness. In other words, at that point, there was a tremendous pity party going on with the, with the Israelites They were murmuring, they were complaining They was wanting to stone Moses They was wanting to kill him really They was wanting to get rid of him You've let us out here We're going to die out here And on and on they went And if we could come to the place If a person can come to the place And realize that complaining Will kill your faith It'll do it quick, quickly so there's, there's the situation where these people at They murmured, they complained You brought us out here to die Wish we was back in Egypt And see, when you get in that state of mind They all want to go backward They never talk about going forward They want to go back and wallow in their misery And feel sorry for themselves Do we see any of that today? All right <laughs> I ain't getting response here I preach better when I get response. Well, in my opinion, I don't know. <laughs> and so the people had murmured against Moses. They cried and wished they'd died in the wilderness and the party was on. You know, the devil leads us into a pity party and invites anybody who wants to come. You don't have to have a reservation. You don't have to phone in to him and say, I'm coming to your pity party. No, you don't even have to do that You can come early, you can come late Come in the middle, but the best is Don't come at all That's the best, amen So let's read then over in Numbers Chapter 13, verses 33 And then into the 14th Chapter, verse 2 And there we saw the giants Now that's when they uh, they uh, Moses sent Joshua And Caleb to spy out the land He He uh, Actually, it was 12 of them to spy out the land and go see what's over in that land. And so, and there they, and there they came back and said, we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants or come from the giants or they were the giants. And we were in our own sight. Never said a thing in the world about how God saw them. But it, they, they said in our own sight, did you ever see in this pity party, everybody talks what's happening to them. Everybody talks about what has happened to them. Everybody talks about how they've been ill-treated. Everybody talks about my neighbor don't love me. Everybody talks about, you know, and on and on and on it goes. It's a pity party. Amen. Amen. It's a pity party. And the only thing you get out of that party when you leave is misery. That's what you get is misery because, all right. And so, and there, there we saw this, the giants, the sons of Anak, which come out of the giants and we were in our own sight. Didn't say in God's sight. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers. Now th- that one verse tells me or tells us the, the, the value of the, of the need to identify with Christ. If a person does not identify with Christ, who he is, what he did, and what it means to you uh, from what he did, we're more likely to be susceptible to going to the party. And so we were grasshoppers in our own sight. Then uh, uh, chapter 14, verses 1 and and 2. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. Boy, said the pity party went on all night yeah. All yeah. night The people wept And all the children of Israel murmured Against Moses But that must have been a bad, bad, bad thought For for uh, Moses yeah. All these three people Three million people out there And they're talking about me yeah. <laughs> They're they running me down <laughs> I, I remember You know, I told you this little story One time Sue and I We were out at the camp meet in Tulsa and uh, Pastor Leroy and uh, and, uh, and his wife and, and they had their little son What was his name? Uh, Clayton and He was just a little fella So out in front of the hotel Leroy and his wife got in the car to go to lunch But they'd left Clayton with someone else there And so uh, they rolled down the window to say bye to him And he says, he said, Mama, they treat me bad Mama, they treat me bad, you know Because he didn't get to go Sometimes we can feel that way. The Lord, I tell you, everybody's treating me bad. Okay, let's move on. And that night, all the people wept. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God we had died in the land of Egypt? Or would, would God we had died in this wilderness? Now you see that spirit's on them. That spirit of complaining, that spirit uh, uh, of uh, feeling sorry, that feeling is on them. Now, what are they saying? We wanted to die. We wanted to die out there in the wilderness. So all I'm saying to you is this story is to make us aware that Satan will try to work you over in your time of testing and trial. And what's he want to do? He wants to keep you away from your answer. Where is our answer? Our answer is in the word of God. Amen. And Satan wants to keep us away. So what happens? People fall away from. Are y'all here Be bit I had a little question that came to me because I'd made a statement. Yeah, I do believe that this present situation that we've been in for the last three or four or five years, it is a ploy of the adversary to draw us away from what we know where, where we've been taught uh, fitting into the falling away. Now, I know people would say, well, I ain't falling away. I still believe in God. I know people, the devil's beaten up, that believe, <laughs> believes there's a God. Come on. And so, you know, sometimes we say things that there really is no substance behind it. There's no substance of faith Behind it, you know, and a person the other day asked me, said, "Well, I've got—I I believe, ain't that enough?" Yeah. Well, believing is a part. Right. Believing God is a part. Right. I mean, you got to believe before you can have faith. But if you can believe something and still be out in the wilderness, Amen. but believing it and then doing the instruction is two different things sometimes. Amen. I know what the Bible says. You know they may they may argue that. I know what the Bible says. I've read that. Well, are you doing it? Yes. And so that makes uh, that makes all the difference in the world, because just because you believe it doesn't mean it's coming to you. Right. But when you put your faith to what you believe, then we have the promise from God that it is in fact already done for us and is coming to manifest itself into our lives. Amen. Amen. I would say verse two, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron and the whole congregation said unto them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt. Now they won't go back to bondage. As one preacher said, they want to go back to bondage. He said that in reference, you know, to Pentecostal people and the way the ladies fixed their hair, but moving right along. And, and, And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness. So we could say that Moses...
0: It's our hope that today's message, Instructions for Obtaining a Complete Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org, There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 38. Today's special offer is...